Remember when you couldn't order a ride at the press of a button? Or get online without hearing this? Or get Domino's delivered to over 150,000 unexpected outdoor locations? Wait, what? Introducing Domino's Hotspots. You can finally get pizza delivered right to the beach, the quad, or the dog park. Not at home? Not a problem. Find a Domino's hotspot near you and get two medium, two-topping pizzas delivered for $5.99 each. Two item minimum handmade pan pizzas will be extra asked for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Restrictions apply. Visit Domino's.com for details on Domino's hotspots. Blog Talk Radio. How are you doing today? We have such a fantastic weekend here, Liberating in the Beauty Revolution show. Uh, we, uh, as you know, like I've been interviewed for the past uh, month, uh, pretty much all the co-authors of the book, In Pursuit of the Divine, Written Story to Empower a Woman's Soul. And I have been in the honor to be part of this book, and uh, we hit the international bestseller this weekend. Woohoo! We're so excited. So you can uh, forgive me my emotions and all my passion and all my excitement today, but it is a big thing for all of us. And uh, like I was telling um, one of our co-authors that is going to be joining us on the line today, uh, when women come together and when everybody comes together to get in the goal, baby, we get it done. So welcome again to Liberating Inner Beauty Revolution. Uh, it's a platform where we get together and share valuable information, wisdom, and great tips so we can break free from all those vicious cycles that are keeping us stuck and rediscover welcome our higher self. I am Lucia Gabriela, your empowerment coach, love and energy healer, and strategy mentor. And today I want to welcome you to experience some tools for you to liberate and break free today. Like I said, we are so excited. We're celebrating. And I have the honor to have uh, Michelle Samarie. And the chapter of her book is uh, Choosing Me. So let me just welcome Samarie today. Welcome. How are you doing today? I am wonderful, Lucia. Can you hear me okay? I am hearing you perfectly. Oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, awesome. I was about to say your hearing me perfectly is such a metaphor for what we have done as a collective of 30 women wanting the world to hear us perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I can like that. Ooh, I get chills on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you're, such a, you're such a, like, um, how do you say, a treasure box of wisdom. Uh, we have you. We have your presence in uh, one of the um, hang- Google Hangouts that we did a couple of weeks ago, and yes. you with them is like blow my mind away, and I love that of you. Um, yeah, so I just want you to introduce yourself to everyone out there. Tell us uh, who you are and what you do and how you help people out there in the world to transform their life, and then we're going to be digging on the topic choosing me. Please, Thank you so much, Lucia. If you were blown away by my wisdom, I was equally, if not more, blown away 
by your courage and your authenticity, the courage to come out uh, on the waves, whether they are cyber waves or radio waves, exactly as you are. And that really inspires me. Um, I am a, a woman. I claim to be an African woman because I reconnect to my culture and my culture's wisdom in how to present myself and move through the world and through life's challenges. I was trained as a physician, uh, and in that whole training, both acquired a lot of skill and knowledge and lost a lot of myself. So one of my messages in the the chapter is to come out and say, you know, yes, I'm a physician. Yes, I'm a doctor, a medical doctor, and I'm also a woman, or I'm primarily a woman who loves the divine and is in search of allowing the divine to express itself in everything that I do. In terms of how I help people, um, I help people who have a challenge. Usually we call them illness or sickness, but I call it a challenge. And I help people see how the challenge is really the body attempting to communicate with that person, to bring that person more on track with what their life's purpose is. I like that. So, yes, it's it's, it's beautiful. Um, it's the life purpose. It's beautiful to find uh, and to help people out there to find the true life purpose and be able to accomplish the you know the dreams and truly uh, what they're meant to be, uh, what they're here for in this planet. We all have a mission. We all have a life purpose already assigned to us, and it's uh, everything that we've gone through our life, it just helps us to get clear and clear and clear what we have to do, what our duty, and what our responsibility as a light being consciousness that we are. Um, I love that. Uh, choosing me. Okay, I choose you. <laughs> I choose me. <laughs> so <laughs> what is this about choosing me? Well, in the chapter, Lucia, I talk about the fact that um, first I was born on the island of Haiti. And as you know, it's a vibrant, beautiful, culturally strong and mysterious island. And in this century, it has gone through a lot of difficulty. So in my childhood, there was the effect, the violent effect of living in a dictatorship. And my parents were taken as political prisoners, and then they were exiled. And when they were exiled, they were only given the opportunity to take one of their children with them, and uh, they did not take me. And so... I went through life feeling for a long time what was wrong with me that I wasn't chosen. And the uh, sum total or the power of my life's trajectory is that I had to come to the point where 
I have the, the privilege, I have the duty, I have the obligation to choose myself. And it's when I choose me that the fullness of me and the fullness of my life purpose can come to full blossoming and fruition. Yeah, wow, that's uh, that's a story. I know that um, we're not going to be sharing too much because we want everybody to buy this book. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> but we can, uh, yeah. There's more details about you know about the story in there, like more empowerment um, tips that uh, you're going to get from Sinner's story. Um, again, you can find it at um, com. You can go check out the website, or you can even simply go to our website, www.eh-bb.com, and then you're going to see uh, a link to go sign the book directly. Um, wow, how's that, um, how's that experience about you being, uh, having all these things in your past with the exile and everything? I, I can't even imagine, I'm like, uh, every time I hear stories like that, it just gives me like um, chills in my whole body, and it's like unbelievable to see well as human being what we can do to each other, and and how capable of of, of bad things we can do to others. But at the same time, I I admire the power that we tap into each other. To, you know, people that survive and they get out of these uh, situations. And they really, it's like an experience for them to really dig deeper into the true self and, and allow themselves to, to liberate themselves from anything that is not real for them, is not true freedom. Um, what do you have to share about that? Can, is, is it just amazing? Yes, I have to share that when life comes into your world, the world as you have described it to yourself, and blows it apart so that you no longer recognize any part of it, uh, you are first in shock. You are first experiencing the kind of terror that you can't even describe to anybody else who hasn't gone through that. And in that state, you just do what you have to do. You you find your feet taking one step after the other. And very often, just as you just said, you rise to the occasion and do things that, even though they're the very next thing that you have to do to yourself, to other people it looks like you're doing extraordinary things. Um, and you accomplish things that look extraordinary, and they are, they are. However, in my own life experience, I found that this overachievement in order to pull myself out of a crisis um, hid, kept, kept hidden some, um, some flaws or some, the effect of the central wound. So, for example, for me, the central wound was that I wasn't chosen. And so for a long time, for decades, I kept overachieving. And it looked to the world like, oh, my God, what, what kind of courage, what kind of power? Look at 
how much she's accomplishing, but I kept running. All these accomplishments kept me running away from this fear that once again in my life I might not be chosen. And so that's what I have to say about surviving disasters and surviving um, trauma is that, yes, some people overachieve, and, yes, some of us have hidden scars that eventually, if we are to truly liberate ourselves, and come to the fullness of who we truly are, eventually we have to turn around, go back to that scar, take it off, and see the abscess inside, and heal that in order to be truly free. So many of us are walking around, like you know, you know how they say the wounded healer or the wounded warrior? Many of us are still walking around being beautiful overachievers, but with a hidden wound inside. Yeah, yes, and and I see that in a, um, I see a lot, uh, and especially in my practice, um, we have very successful people all over the world, and uh, I can feel that this balance that there is between um, being successful, money wise. You know, money doesn't buy you happiness. It can help you to get, you know, to, yes. to, to get there. I trust me, I love money. I have no problem with money because if I say, oh, I'm not enough, you know, I'm nice with money, I'm like, forget about it. I won't be able to make my bills. But I have to work yes. and love money, so it comes to me. And when I see people that are very successful and they're like so live in the mental world to make money and to be successful and, and, when we work together, I can see that they have to, like, they're like, wow, I don't understand why my life is like, I, I don't have this, I don't have a partner, I, I just, you know, I have so many relationships, I just don't get it. And when we go very deep into, I'm a kind of like the deeper person. Yes. <laughs> I even too. have a show about that. <laughs> I'm like, I even have, well, my, my partner, we have a show called Beginning and Loving It because I love to be deep in the, in the things that, you know, people, like even in my own yeah. life, I think deeper. Uh, even if that takes it to a thousand years before time, so <laughs> that's fine. But um, <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah, I, was gonna say, that's I like a, it. That's a... That is a running joke between my husband and myself. We've been married over 25 years, and there's this repeating sentence where he says, "Honey, you're so deep." <laughs> and so I was, I was really resonating with, uh, with that, with you. Yeah. So it's like I, I was saying, like it was, it's just beautiful um, to see that like, when you go deeper into everything. A lot of people are afraid to go deeper, and a lot of people are afraid to open doors of, of that unknown stuff. Like they, like you said, uh, hidden scars, hidden wounds. That mm-hmm. uh, uh, we put a boo boo in there, like hey, it's a boo boo in there, and and because society has led us to think that we have to be strong, we have to grow up, we can't be sentimental, we can't be too emotional. Is that too much for the weepy ones? You know what I mean? It's like yes. we kind of yes. like, we don't grieve. And anything, even it could be the most stupid things that you can ever imagine. Even if you just broke one of your favorite ornaments, 
I mean, if you just put it on the side and you say, like, ah, oh, that's a matter because you just want, don't want people to think, like, oh, my God, what a silly goose. You know, she's crying over that ornament. You know what? If that ornament meant a lot to you, just grieve it, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Like, get upset for one day mm-hmm. and get over it. You know, uh, heal that wound properly, that scar, and, and just give it all the love and all the attention and all the support. So it is so important, like I said, to go deep into your hidden scars and acting from there, working from there, and and don't do it alone. I always tell yes. everyone, don't do it alone. Yes. Right? Right, Samaria, so you agree with me because we can't do this by ourselves. We are not just one person, individual. We cannot be isolated anymore. That's it. Done. Drop it. If you listen to us and you just think that, Oh, I can fix my problem by myself. Just forget about it. Drop the BS because that's mm-hmm. not working. You know, have not worked. Mm-hmm. And and well, the message you have on that about hidden scar, like how we help people to be able to t- tap deeper into scars and and wounds and allow them to to become a little more um, free. Like, what will be one of the yeah. tips that you yeah. when you're still working with your clients and you see them? oh, this is what's going on. Like, what is going to be the first thing you do with them? The first thing I do with my client is encourage them and support them to listen to their body. The body is our very best friend. And your body is will always tell you when something is not quite right. Um we have been trained to ignore that. But if you listen to it, it will say, beep, 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 there's a scar here. And if you, as you were just saying, if you have around you the support, then you can go deeper into asking the body, well, what is the scar? Why do you always tighten Okay, right shoulder, why do you always tighten when I go by this particular store or into this kind of a situation? Um, and uh, uh, the, the, if you sit with the body, uh, it will give you cues, cues and clues, because as I talk to my clients, the body doesn't speak English. The body doesn't even speak Spanish or French. The body speaks a symbol. The body speaks a symbolic language. And I use painting and drawing and uh, poetry or free associations for us to um, welcome and discover the symbolic language or the symbolic value of the body's language. I like that you said that like, the body doesn't speak um, any languages. I never thought of that. That's kind of neat. Um, and so perhaps I can give an example. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned my right shoulder and my right shoulder getting tense. And so I would say to someone, well, what do you associate with shoulders, you know? And people say, people might say, well, you carry burdens. I carry the world's burdens on my shoulders. Uh, my shoulders are, are bent forward from the weight that I'm carrying. 
And so if my shoulders are getting hurt in particular situations, then the body is telling me, look at the burdens that you're taking on. Are they really yours? Are they even pertinent to this moment? Perhaps they are burdens that you're carrying from the past. That's an example of how we enter into dialogue with the body or with a particular body part and then ask um, what might be a symbolic meaning of that part talking to us. I'm, I'm thinking in. I take my time to think, yeah. think in. So if you hear me quiet because Thank I'm you. thinking it in. <laughs> that is so beautiful that you allow silence to allow things to sink in. That's also something that we don't do very well in our modern lifestyle and society and is incredibly important for wholeness, for health, and for liberation. Yes, we, um, it, it's just amazing to see that silence is like, um, is, is becoming like an uncomfortable thing for people today in society. Mm-hmm. Um, especially um, working with, uh, with clients. Um, you know, it is amazing with, you know, I have to always excuse, you know, I always have to tell everyone, I'm silent right now because I'm just thinking it in, letting the, the process go on. <laughs> you know, you can't hear me talking all the time. Um, sometimes I don't work that way. And mm, it is that's okay. very courageous. Yes, 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 yes. I was going to say that's very courageous on a, on a radio show. Yeah, <laughs> I, <because laughs> I am a human. Besides being a goddess, everyone, I'm kidding. <laughs> we am a human, and I need, you know, <laughs> I need to, you know, I'm learning too. Like I, I know that I have an old soul, and da 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 da, da and and I, I do like my silence. And when I listen to you guys, it just, um, I learn a lot too. Is because you know. We all are like, I mean, God, every single one that comes to this show is like such a, like a treasure box, you know, a, a wisdom treasure box, put it this way. And the more I dig deeper <laughs> with every single one of you guys, I learn more and more and more. And for me to be able to uh, allow uh, for wisdom to come and arise inside of me, I had to allow it to be silenced. And the same thing happened with healing. I explain everyone in my healing practice that, you know, you've got to be quiet in silence to allow healing to happen. And you've got to allow yourself, after a session of healing uh, with me, with anybody else out there, you have to allow yourself a three days minimum of healing process. Allow the energy to sink in. Allow that knowledge to sink in. And now, like, you know, that wisdom to arise and allow yourself to just be still. Because we know, Senator, when animals are there in the, in, the, in, the, in the wonders, you know, in the, in the woods or anything, they get hurt and they need to heal. They, they go into the corner and they just allow themselves to be quiet. They quiet. Mm-hmm. They just allow themselves healing to happen. They are not trying to, like, go, 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 you know, like they cover up the boo-boo and go, 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 go. And like you said, right, 
like I said, healing scars. And we have healing scars because we don't allow ourselves to heal. We don't give time ourselves to heal. That's a good one. You see, I think better when I'm (laughs) required. It's just, it's beautiful. Uh, Very, very beautiful. One could even say that we developed the scars because we did not stay quiet enough, long enough to allow the original hurt to sink in. We are so taught, fix it, run away from it, cover it up, that we don't do this beautiful image that you just shared with me. We don't allow ourselves to go into a corner of the forest, be quiet, and allow that hurt and that trauma to fully sink in. And if we were a world that did that and and surrounded us with support, like the forest surrounds these animals, I believe we would have fewer scars. Yeah, I realized that, um, I'm actually realizing that at this stage of my life, like, oh, you know, uh, running a business on your own, you know, just relocating from one place to another, like with mm-hmm. like $20 in your pocket, trying to make it happen. Like one of my wild dreams becoming, you know, like a co-author of a best-selling book. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, it's just amazing. <laughs> but at the same time, um uh, I have experienced myself that, uh, you know, I do through my healing process. And like I told everyone, I'm very vulnerable. I put my life open out there. I, I can, you know, because what I can learn in my life and can help you, I don't mind to share. Even if that's one of the most silly, stupid things that you can hear. I'm like, oh, my God, how can you share that? I'm like, whatever. You're like, you got something good out of it? Go for it. Use it. That's your tool. You know, my tool to you, you know, that's my gift. But I have, I have cried hard enough, like when I get into most of those moments, you know, like we all have vulnerable moments. Yeah, I'm a strong person, but also very vulnerable, and I love that. I embrace it. Mm-hmm. So I tell everyone, you know, one day I can be very upset. I haven't had one of those days so far yet, thank God. Uh, a couple months. <laughs> Don't call it. Nothing <laughs> would. But, man, something happened, and like so bad, I literally, I literally told my whole family, I'm in my day to be upset today. Please take my daughter, make her have fun. I don't want, you know, she knows the mommy is not in her due day today. Like, let her just go have and enjoy life. Just, just get everybody out of my space right now because I need to recap, recapsule, like, whatever. I need to just I'll grab myself and cry it out. And tell me, I cry for a good hour, two hours. My eyes are, like, horrible. I don't look like a goddess. I look like a, I don't know what. But whatever. <laughs> that was beautiful. Whatever. You, you, but, you look like a different kind of goddess. I mean, again, yes. we, we have these images that goddesses are spectacularly beautiful and strong all the time. There's a different mm-hmm. strength to come out with puffy eyes and red eyes and, you know, stuff running out of your nose. <laughs> I don't know. I, I that's a goddess, too. That's a goddess, I love too. it. <laughs> yes, it is. And, and I tell everyone, just let me cry it out today. I tell you, I cried out for like a good two, three hours. I'm like in the bathroom. I'm on the floor. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. And then I'm just like, and then I'm like, wow, there's a moment. There's a time. There's like a space that I have created where all of a sudden it's like a big relief comes. It's like, yes. okay, I'm fine now. 
I'm fine. Everything's going to be great. And it's not like I'm lying to myself. You know when sometimes we're like, mm-hmm. oh, everything's going to be good, pop yourself on the back of you, you know, like shoulder or whatever, and you're mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, you're going to be fine. You're going to No, BS. You know, you got to cry it out, and then that big relief is going to happen, and then the true you're going to be okay is going to come. Yeah. 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 Yeah, everyone, everybody's in silence. <laughs> allow, yourself, allow yourself to sink in. Yes, yes. I That is my gift from our time together today, Lucia, that even on a radio show, uh, creating the time for silence uh, to, to allow things to sink in. That's a beautiful gift you have given me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very much. Mm, you're welcome. Mm. A, I don't know how much time we have, but um, hearing you say, besides being a goddess, I am human, it reminded me of another theme in my chapter, which is that um, as a doctor, we are taught to be strong, to not be emotional, to not be subjective, not allow yourself to be part of who is in the the examining room, uh, and definitely uh, not be human. So you have to be this detached, strong person all the time. And uh, another theme of my chapter is that you cannot be that way and uh, uh, bring about uh, good care and good healing for your patient. Um, this, um, so, yeah, that's another thing in my chapter. Yeah. So, again, everyone uh, can reach um, Semerate through uh, the website in divine uh, wait, but <laughs> sorry in pursuit of the divine line dot com find out more about Semerit and uh you know her her links are there um and once you buy the book uh like I always tell everyone make sure that you read one chapter a day because I guarantee you that in thirty days your life will transform in a different aspect that you're not a good of. And uh, it's just amazing to see that each one of us has a message, like a very beautiful message for you to read, for you to embrace, for you to, to take in, to stick in, you know, dig it in, dig it deeper into that message, sink it in, allow yourself to, to be silent, allow yourself to heal, allow yourself to be vulnerable, allow yourself to, to be humble and, and just allow yourself to just, Emerge like a phoenix, you know, be your own phoenix and your own discovery, your own um, life path. Um, so you can all go to the website www.infrastructuredivine.com. Uh, Summary, how can everybody uh, get in touch with you? Like, if you can just share your, your website. Uh, thank and, you so uh, much, Lucia. Yeah. The, the way to get in touch with me is www. 
AskDrStrawn.com, and I'm going to spell it A S K D as in David R S T R A C H A N dot com. And again, as you said, if you go to InPursuitOfTheDivine.com, you look me up and you'll see that, that website there. For those of you who are intrigued with the symbolic value of the language of the body, you can also go to www.connectingart2heart.com. That's connecting a RT, the numeral 2, heart, H E A R T, dot com. Uh, and you'll see how I use art and painting to bring out the symbols of what might be troubling us. Yeah, painting, art is fantastic for humans. Gosh, people don't realize how amazing that is. Like the messages that come through. Just expressing your true passion and art is tremendous. Um, I have a little one, Fire, so I don't know if you've seen the picture of her on Facebook, but she's like, she, she's an artist. Like, uh, one day I will take a video for all of you, my listeners and my followers, and I'm ready to really see my house, how it looks like. My art, my house literally is like an art museum because, like, a wow. fireball art museum. Yeah. So, I'm happy to tell, my whole walls are full of. My daughter's art. He's <laughs> like, so everybody, who, and like, I know, it's like, everybody's like, oh my God, how can you allow your, your kids to do that? Like, there's no boundaries. I'm like, kidding me? For a kid's passion and life and, you know, excitement and love for art and and this whole joy that brings her to her, there's no boundaries for me. Like, uh, you know, I think that there will be benders in some other aspects of life, but when it comes to, re, you know, really um, assuring the passion of the kids, there's no boundaries. Like, you got to allow them to grow uh, potentially. So I'm not kidding. So even my office, my living room, my dining room, you can see my daughter's art from the ceiling to the bottom. Uh, <laughs> like, and, and I can see all the, you know, growing, like how she grows and the healing that she does herself. Of you know, you know, emotionally, of anything that has happened in in, in our life, and uh, we have friends, uh, with kids in school that you know they may say something like this, and yeah, uh, I can see from my daughter, or even from myself, I, I one of my uh, exercises I did uh, back in November when I was healing deeply and I was struggling, <laughs> like we're just moving, you know, like moving from one state to another uh, and mm-hmm. starting to scratch. Uh, one of my mentors, um, the visualization that we had, it was about uh, me to paint uh, this vision that I had that came through my visualization. And I'm not, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a painter, but I went to school and I painted a little bit here and there, but I never considered myself an artist or a painter. And I tell you, I was amazed when I really sat in the table with my daughter, and she was painting, and I said, okay, I'm going to paint, I'm going to do my homework, because when you work with people and coaches and mentors like Samir and I, you have to do the homework, because we don't let you mm-hmm. go about doing the homework, right? It's not about mm-hmm. A or B, it's about, it's about doing it. So, Samir, I painted, 
I have the picture posted on Facebook, but also I had it on my website. Anybody goes to bh.bb.com and our vision and mission. And man, it came out so great. I was surprised at myself. And that was a healing art. That was a healing picture. And because it was about grounding myself with my daughter and my mission and where I was going to be in a stage of my life, like what, what I was, um, you know, um, creating for the both of us, for her and me together. As a, as a mother and daughter and as a woman itself and as a visionary, what I was creating myself. So I, I had to put it on a, an art. And I tell you that I, it came out beautiful. I was surprised. Even my friend that was an artist, he's like, oh, my God, you did a good job. And I'm like, oh, gosh, thank you. <laughs> and I, I, I have it on my like, oh, Papa, you know, this God is honest. <laughs> I, oh. I had it. <clears throat> I put it in a beautiful frame, and I put it in my office. And I tell you that the healing I get every time I look at it, and even when it inspired me to help others, and it's like, wow, art really can help you to go through a lot of things in your life. Even when you yes. learn again, you see that picture, you see that art. It's beautiful. I love that. I love that you bring that into the topic, Emirates. Yes. Oh, it's so beautiful because what you are describing is exactly the process that I take people through, which is it's not about so much thinking I'm about to do art as much as the intention that you have. You have the intention of grounding yourself in with your daughter and with your mission. And that is the energy that comes into the painting. Uh, and that's what gives it its healing power. I can't wait to see it. Uh, so I'm going to go to your website to, to really um, uh, immerse myself in it because when we paint in that way, it certainly gives a lot of healing to us but also to other people who see the painting. So I, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, you can go to my website. It's www.bh-bb.com. B as a boy, H as a Henry, dash, B as a boy, B as a boy.com. It stands for, you know, Beyond Healthy, Beyond Beautiful. That's my company, so. Oh, unhealthy, beyond beautiful. Beautiful. I get it now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, I cannot say the whole, they have the whole other website called beyondhealthybeyondbeautiful.com. That's too long. And I'm like, gosh. Oh, I don't know if it's too long. It's so beautiful. As I said to you one day, it's so um, inspiring to see and come in contact with your incredible physical beauty. You are so beautiful in your pictures and in your being, and to have that at the same time with a website that says beyond beautiful and beyond healthy, uh, it's, 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 it's gorgeous. I, I, I love being in your company. Oh, thank you. My honor. Oh, some people ask me where, like some people are like, wow, like the name is like, it's like beautiful, but it's like, what's the meaning of it? Uh, this will be the first time I ever share what the meaning be, behind Beyond Healthy, Beyond Beautiful, is that I was going through transformation in my life, uh, you know, as liberating in the beauty uh, revolution. But when I was picking the name of my company, I said, 
you know, I have a beauty background back in New York. I'm a master stylist and master colorist mm. uh, with for high-end salons and, and spas. And I always work with beauty, and um, I always learn, work with women, too, and I kind of, like, tap into the true beauty, uh, you know, what beauty is about. You know, it's not just the physical, uh, but also it's the inside of each one of us, like, what's the true beauty. So I was always was, like, you know, I want to attract everyone in my life, in my career, and uh, mentor speakers, you know, for any platform, I knew myself I was going to create a, have a big vision in my life. And it's all about the beauty and the, being healthy. And, you know, Raising My Healthy, that's my blog, uh, .com, is about raising healthy kids for future generations. And, mm. but health, yeah, it's RaisingMyHealthy.com, and I have international guest bloggers that they come and they drop their posts for me, and, you know, they have to be, um, accepted by me, and they had to be my content. But everyone pretty much knows that it's all about true health. And it's not just about what you eat or what you drink or what you breathe, but also it's what you think, what you feel, and what you allow yourself to expand coming from inside of you. You know, while you allow, you know, allow love in your life, allow the expansion, orgasmic love, what I call it, and everybody can go to my website and know what orgasmic love is about. Um, and, yeah, it's, like, about being healthy, by being healthy in every single holistic way, like mind, body, heart, spiritual connection, and being healthy from the past, the present, and future, and breaking free from all those things. So when we're talking about that concept of hope, it's about going beyond what health is about, it's beyond health. And beyond beautiful, it's going beyond the beauty of your physical and beyond the beauty of the mind, beyond the beauty of the heart. It's going beyond beauty because we are humans and we have this little tiny, well, we have a cute brain, but we use like 10% of it, right? We have these amazing <laughs> abilities. <laughs> and, but, you know, we don't, I feel like we don't use, I feel like this is what is coming right now to me. I feel like we are using the 10% of our brain because we are using the 10% of our heart. If we allow ourselves yes. to use 100% yes. of our heart, we will allow and we activate each of our organs to actually be activated 100% of it. Because every single, you know, everything goes relation in ratio here in our body. And if our body is just using 10% of something, it means that everything else in our body is going to create balance to create, you know, to just use 10% of it. Even our lungs, it's scientific to prove that we know that our lungs are not used 100% capacity. Otherwise, we will be like, ooh, super healthy, you know, like one of the best healthy things that you can do is do breath work. And, you know, if, uh, if we're using, like, what, 15%, 20% of, of lungs, like tiny, tiny little bit, like if you think yes. about the brain, we're using 10%. So it's no wonder why we are, like, stuck where we are emotionally because we're using 10% of our heart. So I feel mm-hmm. like when we allow ourselves to really activate our heart, we will activate this brain so much because beyond how to be beautiful, it's all about activating your heart and man, blow your mind away. <laughs> That's it. Wow. Wow. Mm, I want to let that sink in. You see, yeah. Said, <clears throat> you said such beautiful things. Uh, I hope we find ways to stay in touch, I, I love this 
raising healthy kids for the next generation and being able to plant the seeds in that youth that we have to get beyond healthy. Um, so that was, I was already kind of wowed by that whole stream. And then you bring in this, uh, the reason we're only using 10% of our brain is because every other organ in our body is only being used at that percentage level. What a genius thought. Um, that, that That's so, it opened so many doors for me. Uh, we could have a whole radio show on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we can, we can always schedule one. Once I'm done yes. with the season, I will take like a month break, and then I will start the other season. You know, because yes. I'm like, I'm, I'm worried. I'm one of like the big, you know, like the big companies. Oh, you have to have seasons for everything. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have seasons for the show too. So we have it for the next season. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. But um, the uh, it brought me back to another theme in the in the chapter, choosing me, which has to do with when physicians are taught to only come from their brain, right? They only they, they cannot be emotional. They cannot be present. Um, uh, is that why uh, we can only produce ten percent of health in our patients? Uh, in my chapter, I explore the fact that spirit has been exiled from the clinical room. In other words, you go to the hospital, you go to the doctor's office, and spirit has been exiled from those rooms. And it creates a state of deep pain inside of the doctor, and it also uh, limits how much healing can take place in the patient. Um, and this 10%, 10%, 10% that you are just uh, geniusly uh, sharing with, with us and with me uh, is giving me lots of ideas about um, that theme, that theme that's in my chapter about we really can't do this beyond healthy optimal living uh, if spirit is not welcome in those rooms. Yeah. What a beautiful talk today. You know what? That's happened when I go into my liquid fast. I become a little more in alignment. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, this is my eighth day of going just liquid. And I'm like, I become like, wow, like, I love this energy, this, you know, the alignment and all that stuff. When we clean our temple, man, I can't, I can tell you why not, why it doesn't come. Wow. For again, we're gonna have like we have like one more minute left to go uh, before uh, Black Talk Radio blew me up. <laughs> um, we <laughs> we are in uh, all of us, thirty-eight speakers and mentors and co-authors of the best-selling book, international bestseller, baby, this weekend. Uh, we are in www.infoshortofthedivine.com. You can find all of the speakers. You can find out more about seminaries in there, too. Uh, you can find me there, too. And also, you can go to our website, liberatingthebeauty.com, our blog, breakingmyhealtheating.com, and my business is bh-bb.com, you know, shortcut for Beyond Healthy, Beyond Beautiful. So I am 
so glad that I had Samari today in the show. Thank you so much, Samari, for joining us today. I am so happy. You're a bestseller girl, and uh, we have to celebrate together one day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for your show, for who you are, and, and for having me. Oh, welcome. All right. I'm going to say my final bye. I love you all, guys. Bless you, and uh, live happy, and live, you know, live life, live love, and be loved, all right? Everyone, I love you so much. Thank you. And, Tamara, you can just say your final bye, and we'll be gone. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Uh, we both love you, but remember, the key is to love yourself. Awesome. I love myself, and I think I love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Lucia. Bye. With 25% off all new and up to 70% off previously leased furnishings, do you really need a better reason to party? We don't think so. Come visit our new Court Furniture Clearance Center with more than 9,000 square feet of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home and office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. Free food, prizes, and fun all weekend long at our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway. Or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com.